What up? It's been a long time since we've sat in these chairs. Uh, for me, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for I think well, for everybody, really. I mean, yeah. it's been it has been like a whole year hiatus going on. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we still don't have everybody here. Yeah, lives are so busy. Yeah. I mean, you just can't. It's it's so hard to get everybody in the same place, at the same yeah. time. Even just putting them on the on the screen. I mean, it's yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but I've got I've got a little more time now, so hopefully, hopefully, I can be around a little more. Yeah. CJ's like, well, uh, new baby. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I got all the time. What you mean? So, uh, but here we are again. We're, uh, we, we've kind of gone back and forth on what we want to talk about. And we're, um, I think we're going to talk about both things that we want to talk about. So, do we want to get the sponsor off, out of the I way kinda, first? Do what? Do we want to get like the fact that we got a new sponsor? <laughs> there, there you go. Go for uh-huh. it. We just, I mean, really, it's it come from a surprise. Like we didn't really think it would happen, but it's finally, you know, this today's episode is uh, it's sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends, and I wish that was true. So that was just a- <laughs> imagine. Could you imagine? Oh, you're such a turd. <laughs> just, a, just a false flag, you know. False flag brings us right into it, leading it off. So. Kind of what we're talking about today is we started off talking about um, like moon landing. We were, we were joking around with that. We were talking about in our our groups the past couple of days. Um, but then when we got to sit down and talk about it, we started building off that and talking about other subjects that are kind of related. And we thought we could just roll this into one big like misinformation campaign. Um, <laughs> I think I think with the moon landing. <laughs> so the moon landing that was our safe bet we're like we're trying not to get like canceled <laughs> and then which obviously it has to lead on to something else you know we got to go we got to get back in our safe space gotta of, go play. yeah i mean definitely so cj would you like to uh lead us off this was your your topic pick okay uh, we can try right. so what do you know about the moon landing well i know that there's a lot of uh a lot of skepticism around it. I know that I had a high school history teacher who uh, was adamant that we didn't, and then one that was adamant that we did. So that created a bit of a back and forth. I know that Rick and Morty taught me it happened underneath the White House. That's, right. See, that's I mean, that's the thing is it's like, because it's, uh, I'll stay off that topic. <laughs> There's, the, I mean, it's theatrical, right? We, right. a lot of stuff is theatrical. Uh, Stuff could be coincidental, right? You have the first man on the moon, like I was talking about earlier, is Neil Armstrong. Yep. But there's someone had to get out there before him to record him saying his, yeah, you know, his famous line of. Uh, I think a lot, a lot of things about the space race in, in the '60s, '70s, and I mean, even I guess starting in the late '50s uh, with the Soviet Union. I think a lot of it's just horse crap I, I think a lot of it didn't really happen i think um, the whole era uh because i think there's a lot of shady stuff going on in that whole oh, yeah in that little set of presidency um because if you yeah. think about it eisenhower on i think 1969 right so actually since eisenhower since i mean i'm trying to think of where it stops but i guess it just really keeps going up until today yeah so, so yeah so richard nixon was 
president in 1969? Well, two, there's two, I guess. Yeah. Lyndon B. Johnson and yeah. Richard Nixon. Yeah, there's. I don't think there's really an end game to when that whole like kind of. I, I think we started post World War II. I think we started getting into like this this game, and we've just been in this game ever since. And a lot of times, I think it's a game with with the Russian government, and it's a game with with other other bigger powers. But I mean, so we were talking about the whole landing in itself. Um, like you're saying, a lot of times people, people just, it's hard to wrap your head around these things. Like, how did we film this? How did we get there? When you look like the camera of the 1960s, and then you try to compare that to, to what we have, that doesn't seem like, how'd you bring that to the moon and record that, you know? And I mean, we think about it today because I can take my cell phone and I could record HD quality video, but I mean, in the late sixties, you couldn't, you couldn't do that. You had to have a whole film crew to get a decent quality footage. So I but think here that, on the, on the flip side of that, I'm going to cut in here for a second. Yeah, go for it. Cause I'm going to, I'm going to kind of be the, the opposite side of this. Yeah. We, we do know that our government um, more than likely we know for a fact, actually that they have technology above and beyond what we have currently as a consumer so yeah roughly they say it's usually what you have the government's 10 years ahead of us so i mean that's true with it being nasa which you know we have currently cut funding to which to me is a huge mistake but in 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 that era Getting to space and and doing whatever they could to get to space was what I felt like they took as a high priority because we did have other countries that we were trying to beat and get there, get there before them. So I'm, you know, from from the perspective of of a. a, Not like the funding wise, they probably were able to have whatever they needed at the time. So if they had the money to build a shuttle that could get them from earth to the moon i'm going to say they probably had technology that would be able to record them being on the moon um because they obviously could still communicate from the moon back to earth um so what's the delay on that it's like 30 seconds right i i i have no clue i'm ignorant whenever it comes to that um and i'll be honest i'm ignorant when it comes to a lot of this so i'm just going to try to be the 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 uh opposite side of this and kind of you know, see, say that it, it, I understand that a lot of people feel like that this was faked and that it was filmed, you know, in a studio, but on the Mm -hmm. opposite side of that, there's a good chance that they had technology that could have, that could have worked, you know? Yeah. I mean, they've had, they had what, 20, 22 years since Roswell, the backward reverse engineer. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You know, we, we still to this day don't know what goes on in area 51. So, I mean, if, you know, I mean, if we're good, we almost, (laughs) almost. Yeah. I still wish that that would have happened. I mean, I wish we would have never done that. I wish we never would have done that because I think (laughs) we're in the world we are now because we screwed up. (laughs) Probably, probably. What actually probably happened is we actually made it to Area 51 and set off some sort of device that's created this really horrible alternate reality that we're living in right now. That's probably it wiped our other universe out and we merged. Yeah, and now we're in this one, this wonderful, 
Yeah, it's great. Let's go storm it again. Yeah. We'll mean, meet up next next weekend. We'll meet up in Roswell. Not Roswell. Where's Area 51? Uh, north of Nevada, north of Las Vegas, oh, like an yeah. hour and a half. I gotcha. I north. Yeah. So so we'll just we'll just meet up there next weekend. Okay. We'll we we'll reset know? this. I'll put a Craigslist ad out for the Naruto runners. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've got it. I'm gonna have to lose like 50 pounds before then too. Oh, so you and me both, I'll, I'll get to work on that. Just arms back. But, you know, it it goes to, you know, we do know that the government's technology is above and beyond. In fact, we don't even know what kind of technology is out there from Mm -hmm. our government and others. But we Um, do also know that the government fakes stuff. True. We do. We do. I mean, there's been, you know, there's there's lots of things I know that our government has done. Um you know, I can say I know. I don't know, but there's right. things that I, common sense wise, most people know yeah. that they were behind it. Um, but I mean, you know, when it, the the moon topic, the moon landing is a topic that you can piss a lot of people off mm-hmm. quickly. Oh, yeah. And this is, you know, and I have, I you know, I have close friends that I've discussed this with, and if you even mention the fact that the moon landing was fake. They go from zero to a hundred and you are, I mean, you're immediately an idiot and, you know, but then I have other friends on the opposite side of the spectrum, you guys that are more open-minded to, um, the, the, the more conspiracy side of things Mm -hmm. that, you know, things are faked and things, you know, definitely are not real. So if you um, told me right now, there's a turd running the government, a legitimate turd, like a turd. Like Mr. Hanky, <laughs> like a bowl of yogurt. Yeah, I would be like, give me the proof. <laughs> if you could provide a good argument for me, I'm, I'm, I'm well, there's a turd. It would explain a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, but um, it's just it's one of the it's one of those things, you know, that. It's fascinating because space is the great unknown. Space right. is one of those things that we know is infinite. So if we can make it to the moon, then that means that at some point in time, we will be able to go above and beyond the moon. Right. And I think that as, as humans, we look to, the, to space as hope right. because we look at the horrible things that are going on today here on this planet. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people want to get away from that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if, if space travel ever becomes a a way, a a thing of the future, then that means that we can potentially get away from that. And I do know that there will be people at that point one day that will be able to, you know, that, that, that will be what they will do. They will leave this planet for good. Um, You know, so, I mean, it's just one of those things that, I think people want to believe the moon landing actually happened mm-hmm. because it gives them hope that space travel one day will be a real thing. It gives right. nerds like me hope that we will see Ewoks and maybe not Ewoks, but may, you know what I mean? That we'll get to actually encounter other beings. At moon some spiders. Point. Yes. Yeah. Moon spiders. <laughs> no, not moon spiders. <laughs> What's the, uh, What's what's the bugs from uh, from Starship Troopers? Oh, Starship Troopers. Yeah. yeah. No, there's lots of different bugs from Starship Troopers, and they can all burn. Yeah. <laughs> there you but go. Anyway, um, 
but that's just kind of my two cents because right. you know it's been what now have we is it been 50 years since the moon the, landing no it's been 69 to it's been it's been 41 years right no no yes it's been 63 years oh god yeah i I don't do math anymore it's 2022 so i mean yeah that's a long time and i mean think about what elon musk is pulling off right now in terms of space travel and i mean we've not attempted a We've not attempted any kind of a moon landing now, but mm-hmm. was it NASA? NASA just launched the the satellite, right? Yeah. That's going. I mean, yeah. so yeah. the web. I mean, yeah, and that to me is a a humongous achievement oh, because yeah. now you know we're going to be able to see what is actually out there. Yeah. Um, and if if Musk himself keeps on going the way he's going, mm-hmm. which I'm hoping he is, because you know. To me, he's the the real Tony Stark of this world. Um, oh, I got him right up here. Is he is he up there? What up? What up, Elon? <laughs> you know, but it just it gives me it gives me hope that someone as passionate as him, it might not be him, right. but in the future, someone as passionate as him can get us to where we can actually make space travel a real thing. Right. Um, a, a, a safe thing, not right. just a real thing, but also a safe thing and realistically because, obtainable. Exactly. You know, because th- these guys that did go to the moon, because, mm-hmm. you know, I, 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 believe, I, I think they, I mean, I'm not going to say, I, I don't think that they did, right. but um, think about the kahunas those guys had on them Ooh. because one, they're being shot into space into something that could, if the one minute detail goes wrong, they're going to die instantly because right. they're going to blow up. Right. But then once they make it into space, they had how long was the journey to the get to the moon? How how long did it take? Was, I'll, it, I'll six, was it six months? Something like that. I mean, it was a it was a maybe longer than that. I, I'm completely like I said, ignorant on the. Um, but. The, the journey that it took to get there in that moment in time, anything could have gone wrong that could completely have made them. They, I mean, they were at death's door from the beginning to the, to the moment that they landed back on earth. Right. And, you know, I feel like to say that it didn't happen is somewhat disrespectful to them, but I, I do in a point of agree with you there, but we also know that, people that we feel like we can trust and believe are not always those right those types of people five days five days yep to get from earth to the moon only took five days yep travel time yep yeah what i thought it was only like 1300 miles away yeah right Oh, I yeah. thought it was for, okay. Well, you tell. Yeah, I don't know what. Second, I mean. second unmanned mission took five days. Um, only four days and twelve hours for the first manned mission to the moon. Okay, so yeah, yeah. I. So it's only I didn't realize it was that close. I guess I thought it was further than than that away from the Earth. So Earth to Mars is one hundred and fifty to three hundred days, depending on the speed of launch. I was thinking about going to Mars. Yeah. Mars is the six months yeah. that I was thinking about. Yeah. yeah. So, 
anyway, that's my two cents. I'll let you all talk now. Well, I mean, I think you're right. I think it was a little kind of disrespectful just to make lay a blanket that it didn't happen. It didn't happen. You know, I mean, but at the um, same time, though, if it didn't happen, then it's not disrespectful. No, you're right. And that's what I was. That's why I'm saying, like, you know, you have people that we feel like are trustworthy, but we we don't necessarily know for a fact that they are. And and that's why I'm saying, like, if if the event actually did happen, then Mm -hmm. then it is very disrespectful to say, hey, these guys did not go to the moon. But on the opposite side of the spectrum, the skeptics that don't believe that it happened, that believe that it was all a lie, don't give a crap that these people are saying it because they're lying right so, I mean, um, it's 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 in the same way like um when like the sandy hook stuff happened mm-hmm. and people there's people there are people still that is dead set that it was it was fake there's crisis actors that uh, none of that actually happened and then there's parents that i don't know that either their parent, their kids were really there or they're claiming their kid was there and either they're extremely hurt by this accusation or they have to play for the rest of their life and say, yeah, I'm pretty hurt by it. And they have to continue right. this show for the rest of their life. Which which you can say this about any conspiracy. You know, right. I don't want to because like we don't want to get on Sandy Hook. That's a topic that can I mean, that's you know, that yeah. to me is disrespectful. Any school shooting is something that is a horrible thing. And right. like, I, I'm not going to, it ain't my place to say whether one was fake or real, right. you know, that's not my place, well, that's but the biggest one that's, it, was, it is a, it is a big one and it's a very controversial one. And I know or, throughout the years I mean, it if, is if caused. You, if you want to step back and not school shooting, like the Las Vegas shooting, I mean, like that yeah. one's got so much stuff around it. So much yep. stuff. Yeah, yep. And, is... and the, the Vegas shooting to this day, I have said, you know, I have been on the skeptic train of that one, and I've said that there was more than one shooter, and I will believe that till the day that I die. Yes, you know, I think with that one, it's different though because we're not saying it's not it wasn't faked. So we're we're not saying we know people actually died. Right. Yes. yes. Yeah. You know? I mean, yes. And and, and 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 we know. I mean, I know people died at Sandy Hook. Right. So, you know, I, I know people died at any school shooting. Right. But it's just you have people that want to make a conspiracy out of everything. And whenever you have that mindset, you are going to have, I mean, and it's, that's how we've, that's how this world has become now though. Like we've all, everything has more to it than what we think we're being told. Right. You could find, I think you find evidence in probably anything that, Mm -hmm. Hey, that's not, that that seems a little sketchy. Like it it could be, it's completely coincidental evidence. Definitely start picking and choosing and looking and stuff. It's like, Whoa, hold on. That's way too. Yeah. You have to remember that, you know, just because you're finding something doesn't mean it's absolute. I mean, there's, there could be a logical explanation for, for anything like going back to the moon, there could be a logical explanation for why that looks like the flags blowing in the wind, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, there's, that's not things that that we have all the all the answers to, and that that flag one's one that I love looking at as a whole, just because when, when you look at it, you think, okay, from the outside, yeah, that makes no sense. There's no wind on the moon. Why would the flag be moving? But then you're not thinking about, you know, there's also very low gravity. There's also a lot of tremors happening from a spaceship just landing. There's all kinds of different <laughs> things going on, bouncing, people moving around, it all kinds like, of stuff. Uh, like friction is that the right word there's no right. air air 
to slow it down, right? So it like when it hits, it's gonna be a lot more dramatic. It's gonna go for a long time. Versus right. like here, you slap a deal down, it's gonna woo, woo and done. Yeah. Yeah. No, resi- no resistance. Exactly. Like there's, there's, yeah, there's nothing that's making it. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, th- there's lot exactly. There's lots of scenarios about the moon landing that you can you can see both sides of it. You and know, I think whenever this, we're looking at something like this, we have to remember there's. There's lots of scenarios for, for everything. You know, you can't just take a blanket. This this has happened because of this. You know, there's so many butterfly flap its wing effects that you don't even know what's really causing a lot of the things that we're looking at. And then whenever you, you also look at it from like a point of research in this stuff, I mean, in history, humans have been awful, awful creatures. I mean, we're, we're wired to just be horrendous it seems and when you look at things like even our own government's done that we know that they've done or proposed doing then that's what that's what feeds a lot of this i mean you know we talked a little bit uh before we started recording about operation northwoods um and if if you don't know what operation northwoods was let me get up the exact date here um this has always been one that i i go to all the time whenever i'm talking about uh, proof that the government is isn't always transparent as it seems. What do, what are you doing there, CJ? We're not sponsored by this water company, apparently. Oh, so you're holding the you're holding the great value water, <laughs> water, water bottle over? I got you. I got you. Well, tonight we're sponsored by. Where are uh, I'm lost. Give me evil eyes from your side of the room. Um, so in 1962. The Department of Defense came forward with an operation called Operation Northwoods, and they brought it to the Pentagon. Uh, They vetted it through the upper echelons of the Pentagon, ended up going to the uh, president's desk, and JFK actually ended up rejecting um, the proposal. But so Fidel Castro took power in 59 in Cuba, and that was not something that we were good with. We weren't good with having somebody that close to the United States, who was not a friend of the United States. You know, we were worried about the Russians putting ICBMs there, things that could reach us and, and uh, cause us harm there. So they sit down and they say, okay, how do we come up with a way that we can validate us attacking Cuba? Okay. And one of the first things they came up with was Operation Northwoods. So Northwoods was, um, let me get the, the actual targets one thing I would really like to see is actual targets. Um, okay. So they were going to use proxy Cuban nationalists to attack the United States using airliners. And they were going to take these airliners and crash them into landmarks around the U.S., uh, mostly in Miami. Uh, Tampa was one. Even the Pentagon was on the list of possible attack, um, attack things and, uh, an attack at the U S facilities in Gitmo. Um, so they were going to use all this as like a precursor for, um, you know, saying that we can, we can invade Cuba. Uh, now JFK ended up, re- up rejecting it, but we did use that as a precursor, a precursor to, uh, invade another country, um, in 2001. So, just saying, I mean, we, it, it's almost too, 
That's exactly what I'm saying. It's almost too convenient for it not to be true. And that's when things get really dangerous. Whenever it becomes so obvious that you think it has to be true. Yeah. And then if it's not, well, you're stepping on a lot of toes by saying that, you know, like if you were to say 9-11 was faked, you know, or was a false flag attack. I mean, you're going to step on a lot of toes, just, just inching into those waters. I mean, but at the same time, I think if we don't question that stuff at all, we're, we're never going to know. You know we're not someone, doing our duty as a citizen. Right. Someone can just we're, tell us. They can say, hey. We're being, we're being herded as sheep. Yes, and, exactly. And, and yeah, and, and I think that it takes, it takes a balance of both mm-hmm. because, you know, you, you have your far, your far extremist on both sides mm-hmm. yeah. that want to believe one thing or the other. And that mm-hmm. is what is in right now what's causing the, the major conflict that we are seeing, right. in the, not necessarily the world, but within our country. And, you know, if if people could start being more open minded and being more acceptive of my belief or your belief instead of trying to shove it down my throat or your throat or us shoving our beliefs down someone else's throat it you know we could actually probably get a lot more shit mm-hmm. done than if we didn't 100% you know? and and that's you know and it's really sad that we we went from being a nation to where we could actually get along with most people Mm -hmm. to now it's you say one thing and you or you say something 15 years ago that's Mm -hmm. on that's on record somewhere and you are immediately shut down you are immediately a horrible person no it doesn't matter that 15 years ago you you weren't you could have been a bad person 15 years ago but me today i'm not that same person i could uh, like like just because i said something then doesn't mean i'm that same person now and and you know it just um it it goes to show that you know, when it comes to the conspiracy side of things, a lot of conspiracy theorists are looked down upon because you are thought of as a person that, you know, you're a gook, you don't believe things, you're you're crazy. Right. And um, that's the whole but, reason. I mean, that's the whole uh, the term conspiracy theorist was created to make uh, people like us sound crazy. Right. It, it, no, you're right. You're right. Simply for question. I mean, it, not even. Just because we don't believe in black mean, and white. Yeah, just because yeah. I question something doesn't mean I'm like, oh, that's definitely right. Yeah, and, it's, and, your duty, you know, it's your duty to question it. It is. Need to like, you should never, you should never lay down and let anything happen. I don't care what. I don't care if you're Mm-mm. black, white, purple. I don't left, right, <laughs> up, down. It don't matter if you accept everything as fact without doing your own research. You're gonna get swindled. Yeah. And th- and that that's that is the big thing is do your own research, mm-hmm. and that is where I'm bad about things. Is I'm bad about listening to other people without actually, um, not 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 I'm not listening to people like on the news or TikTok. Like, right. You know, there are places like TikTok and and. To me, there are people on TikTok right now that have way more influence than. Any one person should right. ever have oh, because yeah. you can get on TikTok right now when you can say that your dog 
just grew 30 feet and turned red, and everyone is going to believe that you have Clifford the Big, Big Red Dog in your backyard, and no one's going to question it. Right. And that's the thing. Like I, I get so mad at my wife sometimes because she will give me some sort of a quote mm-hmm. or give me some sort of a fact, and I will look at her, and I'll be like, where'd you learn that from, knowing where she learned it from? <laughs> and she will immediately say from TikTok, and I'm like, oh, really? Really, did you go and actually like fact check that to know for a fact that what one person is telling you in a video that has three million likes and 250 million comments and likes and blah, 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 it's automatically the truth. And that's that's where we've fallen in this world is we take what is told to us through social media through news sources like i saw someone and we're getting completely off topic but this is just kind of an example i saw something today on my facebook someone has shared it and it was a post about west plains is going to start making you take a driver's ed course every booster a driver ed course booster (laughs) every six months so that you can, I guess, learn how to drive better every yeah. six months. And the I seen someone share this literally questioning whether or not this was legit or not. Mm-hmm. It took me it took me five seconds to click on the link and go to the page to see that the Facebook page sharing this underneath its name was a satire news i didn't have to click on it It literally on the name on the post it said that underneath it yeah Mm -hmm. so that's what i'm saying but people do not do their research they literally click on something they or they see the headline they don't even read the whole damn article they they see the headline and they immediately believe it and they immediately are like oh my god the moon is falling and that's 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 the issue and the driver's test booster like uh, exactly it improves safety <laughs> two tenths of a percent yeah. you know and but that's 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 what's wrong with this world and social media and everything has me- like that it, it's even, become way too influential even we are nowhere near topic but it's okay that's fine uh it's the rabbit hole like the, my friend the, we'll, call, uh, the, we'll figure out what the topic is once we're done talking yeah, we'll, we'll we'll know there'll be a Venn diagram of what we talked about, what we, uh, yeah, yeah. but even like the mainstream media, yeah. there's people that will take because it's been proven, right? Both it doesn't matter. They every single one either lies or stretches what they're saying. Like they're they're not, they're they're telling the truth, but they've stretched that truth pretty thin, and it's you know, um, it's a little more on the fakish side than it should be well we know we know cnn lies we know fox news lies we know that all the major news outlets lie Mm -hmm. we know that they spin tales to make it sound and fit their agenda we know that it's not even it's we're not even we don't even live in a an era of news like real reporting anymore we live in a news entertainment area but but have we ever like if you look back have we ever actually lived in an era where news is legit because i think when uh maybe back when we were printing papers stuff like that you'd have people that were on the tv that were celebrities that were 
getting all this notoriety. And like Walter Cronkite money. reading the news at night. All these people that have so much money to be made from what they tell you and how they do it and all this stuff. There's no reason for it. There should be, I mean, and I don't think, I, I don't think we should have, I don't think news net, uh, news network should be playing the news 24 seven. No, no, no. no. Address people, and I mean, people are going crazy because they're hearing this. It's just bad, 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 bad. There's literally people that have it on their TV 24 7. They go to sleep with it on, they wake up with it on, they stay home all day and listen to it all day long. And absolutely, I that's one thing I wish more of our generation would do uh, is don't pay any attention to the news as far as a whole. You see something, okay, oh, oh, that's that's a weird article, right? So I, I'm like, okay, that's crazy. I click on it. I read their article and then I go Google stuff. And I'm like, okay, what else is going on here? Like what else is being said about this? And right. has it been, is anything else happening with this? And But at this point, like, hey, look at that article. Uh, man grows seven foot. <laughs> Keep going. I don't know. You know what oh, I mean? I, where are you going? I meant to say the word feet, <laughs> seven feet. And he, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know and so say okay well he's got a this man's got a seven foot tail <laughs> oh tail okay <laughs> oh okay yeah yeah, yeah. but so it's, it, it proved it i seen i seen the article i seen the headline mm-hmm. yeah. but but that's what, the actually thing. what would have happened was he he grew an alligator tail seven foot long on his yeah. pet alligator he got yep. his and by the time it got back to you it was you know but but that's the thing even now though like we know that the internet is monitored mm-hmm. by Google, by Curated. you know, yeah, the, exactly. So you can't even trust your articles that you're searching for mm-hmm. on Google anymore. You mm-hmm. know, you can you can search for anything that you're trying to find, and a lot of the time, if you know for a fact you read something, it's hard as hell to find exactly what it was you had seen before mm-hmm. because most of the time it's taken down or or you know, and and that's what has become such the issue is, you know, it's even like uh, Facebook. So it's it's proven fact that they they don't give you stuff you want to see. Yeah, they they find articles, they, and stuff like that, that they can put in there that's going to get you to engage into it. Typically, when you're mad about it, something you're going to engage with it more. If you're yeah. scrolling through and you hate you hate white almond cookies and they're like, it's mandatory to eat white almond cookies now. And you're like. Wait a minute! I don't want to do that. You click on it and you're engaged in it. Well, it's like today, for instance, just just for my my Facebook tailoring, I went online and bought some Doctor Squatch soap. Mm-hmm. Went online and bought it off of their website. Got back on my, which I know Doctor Squatch is everywhere. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's it's a big brand now, and they spam YouTube videos and everything, but. Yeah. I get on my Facebook and immediately I start seeing other like sponsored posts of other men grooming products. And from me visiting Dr. Squatch one time. I literally had the exact same thing happen today. Yeah. And I mean, it's annoying because like I get on Facebook because I want to see my post from my, my family or my friends. I don't want to see fandom wire post the same post for a hundredth time right. i don't want to see ign spoiling boba fett 
<laughs> before the episodes even watched. Yeah. You know, I get on there because I Facebook used to be a place where I could go and make a post and people would interact with me. And now most of the time I don't even see posts from people that I care about. Right. It's and just I see the same is, three people's posts. Exactly. Or or I see the same ad a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Or I see the same reel that which Facebook reels don't even get me started on that. I don't even get why, you know, but I see the same thing over and over. And it's just like, quit tailoring me, quit trying to make me see what you want me to see. Like I obviously was interested in buying the soap. So I went and bought it. I don't need to see a million different ads from a million different companies. And, and if Facebook is doing it, then we know that, Anything on the World Wide Web is doing it. And, you know, I see – I can't even go to a website anymore. You know, I play a lot of video games, and if I need to look up a guide or something for a game, I'll go to, like, GamesRadar, or there's lots of sites that I use that, like, have articles on how to do do a lot of this stuff. I pull up an article, and every time you've got, like – ad after ad pop up and I've got to hit X on all of them. And I mean, I understand that that's how they make their money. And I understand that that is, you know, uh, in to their business that that is important. But to me as a consumer, it is an, it, it's annoying, you know, and it mm-hmm. makes it to where I don't even want to go to your website anymore because I know that I'm going to be bombarded with ads and, scroll past this to be able to see that you know and it's just it has made it to where the experience on the internet ain't even ain't even fun or worthwhile anymore well i mean they're they're curating us and preparing us i mean we're coming up on the on the i mean it's already been born but on the rise of the metaverse you know and this is the the vr universe that that we've been raised on how great it'll be from our movies and TV shows and, you know, everything's curated that going into this virtual reality is where we need to go, you know, and now we're sitting here and another example, of Facebook, one of the most, you know, historically unreliable and just, I guess provocative would be the right word, but also a company that just uses anger to make money. For themselves you know it does they they use that your anger and your dislikes to make money off yourself because they figured out that i'm more likely to click and read something or interact with something that makes me mad than i am with something that makes me happy right yeah. anger is a much stronger emotion than happiness is but so, they also then want to shut you down for speaking your own opinion against yes. the matter yes exactly and but as we move forward into this i, I hate all of this, I've, I've been reading a lot about lately and like researching a lot about the metaverse and about what, what this is going to mean, you know, and then you start talking about NFTs and cryptos and all of this, how it feeds into the existence of this metaverse and what that's going to mean. I mean, we're talking about an, an avatar driven virtual reality uh, where that's you're where you're going to go to people actively work. Yeah. You put yes. on a headset and you go to work. That's that's your we work mm-hmm. in the metaverse. I mean, it's uh, what was what was um, crap. I'm trying to think of, of a movie. Um, Ready Player One. Well, Ready Player One, similar, yeah. Um, but there was a movie that 
I, I think had Bruce Willis in it, um, where they were in like a virtual reality. Um, but there's also mm-hmm. the one that that one that had Gerard Butler. Um, Die Hard. Yeah. No. Uh, gamer. No. Gamer. Yeah. yeah gamer. Yeah. Gamer. I mean, what was, yeah. that, what was that other? Is that the one where? It's oh, what is that? It's the you. The real people and other people are controlling him. That's gamer. Yeah. That's gamer. gamer. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and you know we also have like uh, I don't know, Sword Art Online. That's where I see it going. The same thing. It's the same thing, you know. Spy Kids 3D. I mean, there's lots of there's lots of movies that have hit on the virtual reality side of things. The Matrix, of course, is the big one. Right. And the Matrix is like, oh my God, we all live in the Matrix, and it did it first. There have been things I think have done it a little bit better Mm -hmm. in terms of like the actual VR experience because, you know, the Matrix isn't VR. The Matrix is – I mean it is. It is. It's simulation. I mean it's the same thing. It's simulation theory is what it is really. It is, yeah. And, you know, they – it it is scary to think that they are and and VR. Think about how far VR has come in the last ten years, oh. because you know ten years ago VR had just just hit the scene. Mm-hmm. You know we had the Oculus Rift, the OG Oculus Rift had come out. You had games playing at like three sixty p that you yeah. could. They were like move through a corridor, get have a jump scare, that kind of crap. In sixty four stuff. Yeah, to yeah. now you're having games to where you are, you know, it's you crazy. can do just so like I own, I have an Oculus Quest or the Meta Quest, and when you're in it, like it's, it's it feels real. Like there's, I have there's games. It's just like a fighting game or whatever. Like people get up in your face, and I'm like, hey, like you're, it, it feels like they're really there. Or there's um certain games where you're like you're using the controllers to move it, i catch myself i say i can't play walking it very no i can't play whenever i'm whenever i stop my body slings forward like my it's trying to keep itself balanced well see that's the thing so as much as a hardcore of a gamer as i am i have been a gamer for 25 years I have yet to this day put on a VR device of any kind. I have not, never played a VR. I have actually not even been entertained with the idea of playing VR. Um, I do find it somewhat entertaining of an idea to see that at some point we could actually be playing a game to the extent that like, I actually feel like I'm wearing – a suit of chain mail and I have a sword and I'm with you guys battling orcs and goblins in the mountains. That, <laughs> that is intriguing to me. Right. I don't think I ever want that though. That exactly because, you know, I want to be able to differentiate reality yep. from fantasy. Right. And, you know, fantasy intrigues me. I love fantasy. It's, it's, it's wonderful, but I also want to be able to understand that at the end of the day, I can come sit down in my recliner in my house in reality mm-hmm. and know that the fantasy world is not real. Right. And people that go they they go to the movies in virtual reality. There's a movie theater you go to and you watch with other people in virtual reality. So I'm I'm currently playing playing a game called Persona Five. Um and and the concept of this game is that you are the, these kids can actually 
use an app to jump into the heart of someone else and after you defeat their palace that's inside their heart, you can completely change their emotions. You can make them become they from a bad person to a good per, to a good person. But by using technology, they're able to jump into somebody's conscious mind and control their emotions. They're already and, doing that. Uh, they're doing it a different way, but that's already happening now. With you got Facebook ads, you got the news, you got. All of this stuff that people if – you, if you pound and pound and pound and pound with this negative connotation of stuff and like it's everything's bad, everything's bad. You should hate these people. You need to hate these people. These people are not good. Eventually, that's going to get in your head. That's going to change who you are. You're going to act on those things. That's where you get like – And you're going to believe it. Yes, that's where you get yeah. some of these situations that happen that shouldn't that are like absurd is because it's been pounded into their head. For them to believe this stuff, for them to think, okay, yeah, this is what we have to do. We've got to do it. And then I think from there, even though, is like you get a mob of people doing that, and it's just Snowballs. mob mentality. I mean, every, you, you see people doing that, like, oh, I'm going to do that too. And off you right. go, and you go, I mean, you're joining in on it. And, yep. you know, no, we're, ta <laughs> we're talking, we're talking about allowing, you know, I was saying how this game, uh, Kids were allowed – they use an app to jump into people's mm -hmm. consciousness and be able to actually change right. their heart and make them you know, completely change who they are, change right. their emotions, make them become – go from a bad person to a good person. And that's using a technology to be able to do that. And uh, you know, CJ was saying you know, where it's already kind of happening. You know, yeah. We're being tailored, and we're being <laughs> told how we're supposed to feel through yeah. – these devices that we ho I'm holding in my hand right now, right. and you know the best that you're being told to hate, whether you think whatever side you're on you think is the right side. That side is telling you to hate the other side. It's telling right. you they're the bad guy. They're what they're the reason behind all of your problems. Yeah. So I, I and I honestly think that there are subliminal messages being used. Mm -hmm. All the time. Yeah. And and I'll give an example of what I think, and to me it's the scariest one, is I have multiple nieces and nephews that are younger than five years old. Mm -hmm. And every single one of them are addicted to a show called Coco Melon on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Coco Melon is a show about a little baby and teachers and parents that sing songs songs that we've heard before variations of songs we know mm -hmm. over and over and over again it's what so, they call it's what they call sensory and right. i had never even heard of sensory up until like the last three years i didn't even know that it was a thing like mm -hmm. i grew up not needing sensory i grew right. up perfectly fine but now i i you know, I have nieces and nephews that if you turn Coco Melon on, they will go from throwing a tantrum to be completely co to be completely entranced by what's mm -hmm. on the television. Right. And and it's 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 it freaks me out because mm -hmm. I, I and I've said from the get go that I really feel like that there are subliminal messages inside of th this show and other mm -hmm. shows like it that are brainwashing our our what? youth 
those shows like that, like, so there's been people that they swear up and down, like, once their kids stopped, they would they would have these tantrums and outbursts of stuff. And once they finally stopped watching, letting them watch, like, Coco Melon and, and then very specific shows like that, that stopped. Mm-hmm. Well, like that was I've the, heard that of that people saying – I've heard of people saying that their two- or three-year-old kid hasn't even started talking yet, and – a lot of people think that it's a result of being brainwashed with shows like Coco Melon. And they also and think that it's over oh they're they're being overstimulated. Over exactly. Yeah. Yep. And 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 to me, you know, with what's going on in the world today, seeing, you know, what's what's the best way to make sure that the future for the higher ups is guaranteed is you you make the people below you and and their spawn you make their spawn incoherent and ignorant right and to me if you exactly if you start that what's to say that what they're learning right now inside and this sounds super off the wall and conspiracy theorist but What's to say that what they're watching right now on Coco Melon isn't programming their brain to 20 years from now? All the government has to do is flip a switch and everybody obeys what they're being told. They start playing Coco Melon songs. Uh, It's true, though. Think about it, though. I mean, even me as a you catch yourself singing it 100 percent, 100 percent. I mean, I I listened. I heard I heard I heard Baby Shark earlier today and I was just like. What? Yep. I'm a grown man. <laughs> yep. And that, so that's that's the other thing. The parents, you know, my sister, for one, will sit there and say, "Well, I don't even hear it anymore because we've watched it so many times." Mm-hmm. But they catch themselves singing it all the time because subconsciously their brain is still hearing what's on that television yeah. as an adult, and it just you know it. But that it's, just that goes to show you there too, though, like, because those songs are re- repeated. They're just, it's just repetition, 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 and that gets stuck in your head. Right. Well, it goes along with news and and media and stuff like that. If it's repeated and repeated, and that's all you hear, that gets stuck in your head. Yeah. Eventually, maybe you'll start believing it, or you'll get mad about it. I mean, right. if you don't. well, it's it's like back in Christmas. Was it was it Fox? Like a Christmas tree got burnt down by a oh, hobo. So. Yeah, that was. And yeah. they went on and raved about it mm-hmm. for days, saying that it was worse than 9-11 and that it's one of the biggest tragedies we've ever had over a damn Christmas tree burning. Like, you've got millions of dollars. You shouldn't have even reported it. Right. Have a new tree brought into your freaking station and set up and move on with life. Right. Like. It's they want to focus on the crap that don't matter. They right. want to focus. They want us to literally be focused on the stuff that mm-hmm. they want us focused on, so that the right hand can be waved in our face while the left does something else. And and it's it's you know to an extent we are all being desensitized and we are all being to, you know programmed to believe what they want us to now. Those of us like me, for I, I'm one that I stay away from news. I don't. I don't. Oh, yeah. 
I don't know nothing going on. I don't care what's going on in D.C. I don't care what's going on in Russia. I don't mm-hmm. care what's going on in China, Korea. I know I should care. Yeah, because care I care about a couple of I, those. Yeah. I mean, I, I care to the extent that I don't want World War III to start. Ooh. I care to the extent that I don't want to see paratroopers flying in and jumping into our town and start just shooting and killing people but i also three more years but i also (laughs) i also know that for my own mental state that Mm -hmm. not keeping that stuff in has made me i mean i'm just a happier person not not caring what's going on now so my favorite thing just since you you brought that up um about the world war three thing um, my favorite thing about technology so far, though, is like so. I, I back to TikTok, all that stuff. I seen a video earlier, and it was this guy. He was like, essentially, just said, "Drop me in Russia, and World War Three won't happen." And it ended up on Russia TikTok, and all these Russians were like, "My oh, barrel eat you alive!" And just <laughs> being able that's that's one thing I like about like this age is being able to connect with people every walks of life because everyone we're all the same i mean we are and that's the other thing is like the five percent of people out there that are extremists and that are hardcore their voice is heard way more than those of us that are just normal everyday folks you know what i mean because there's people over in russia that i would probably be best friends with Mm -hmm. meeting them in in, meeting them within 10 minutes we'd be best friends 90 percent of them probably don't hate you for being American. Exactly. Yeah. No, you're exactly but right. They, they, like some of us have, like I don't know how their military works, but some people sign up and they've got to fight wars for people that have deeper pockets than them. Yeah. Yeah, I think most exactly. of most of Russia's conscription, I believe. But you know, have it's been probably six months ago or so i did what i called a technology detox and i got rid of my phone and my tablet for one week i completely i took them out to my parents i didn't even have them around and it was a really surreal experience for me because you feel so naked you feel so out of the loop whenever it was so it was impossible for people that needed me to get in contact with me so without calling my work phone but then again after my work phone yeah. once i left work no one else could get in contact with me the only way they could get in contact with me would be to contact my wife mm-hmm. so it made it to where I almost felt like I was secluded, which was right. which was cool, but it was also – and in fact, that's what – I was watching uh, uh, Alone, which is a – I don't know if you all ever watched it. It's a show where people go out into the wilderness yeah, and they try to survive. Yeah. yeah. So it, it, it just – just the just the idea of trying to, um, one, get away from being told – you know, or seeing the same crap on Facebook every day to just trying to find a Zen about myself to be yep. able to clear my mind and actually 
you know, try and find inner peace without mm-hmm. having every day same old, same old. Right. Because there's not a day that goes by to where I'm not in contact with somebody. Right. I talk to you guys daily. I talk to, I have other friends that I talk to every single day. And, you know, that's not a bad thing. I'm not saying right. that talking to friends is a bad thing. But when you have influence from other people, mm-hmm. every moment of your of your life, it can it to me it can somewhat be a bad thing, mm-hmm. um, you know. And and <clears throat> it, yeah. and I really think everybody should 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 almost step away from technology for a week or two and just kind of see what it's like, what life could be like without right. having a phone in your face from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed. Right, and. I, it's 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 actually a really beautiful thing that I really mm. think a lot more people should experience. Right. Let me let me let me step in on that for a second because I think that you know you were talking about kids and screens and all of that and that really that really hit home for me because my kids used to spend a lot of time on a screen. You know, my kids used to spend a lot of time watching TV. I was really bad about that. You know, <clears throat> Bailey kind of pointed out that we really don't need to be having that much time on screens, and I was like, man. I, this is 100% true. Why are, why are we letting these kids do this? Why are we letting these kids spend so much time being influenced by something that's being not... babysat by technology? Exactly. You know, playing video games and like that. I love playing video games, but you know, there's kids today that will spend 10 hours a day playing or more. Games. My little brother, my little brother on the, on the days that he does not have to go to school, he will stay up till probably five or six in the morning sleep until like three or four in the afternoon and then wash rinse repeat and how was that how is that healthy how is that a mentally healthy lifestyle for for a 13 year old kid i mean your mind is developing so rapidly at a young age that i I really i think that we have to do a better job as, as as parents to make sure that our kids aren't spending all of their time in front of a screen because one all of their learning is what that screen is teaching them exactly and you don't always know what that screen is teaching them no nope. or who they're listening to and who what that person to. is teaching them you know like i'm learning that maybe i'm so screwed up <laughs> because maybe i watched too much tv and maybe i played games too long when i was younger but we all have though we man. All have, like yeah. it started this this started with our generation. It did. Yep. <clears throat> and you know, and it start actually it started about midway through our generation. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was I didn't even start like hardcore game. RuneScape though was it, man. Mm-hmm. When I started, what we I was in sixth grade, you would have been in fourth. I started playing RuneScape my sixth grade year, midway through sixth grade year. I have now been playing that game for 17 years, 18 years, however long yes, that's I was, been. I was nine, so whatever that equals out. Yeah. yeah. So I have been playing that game for that long, thousands of hours in that game. Now, was my mom always happy that I was on RuneScape from the time I woke up to the time I went to bed? No. But did she ever really actually stop me from playing RuneScape all those hours? No, she didn't. And – you know, it just it just goes to show that the age of video games, when video games started to evolve and become so prominent and, you know, you, where you didn't have to go to an arcade right. and, you know, where you could actually sit in front of a screen in your own home and play, right. 
that's to me when the age of the electronic babysitter started. Yes, <laughs> and I, it's got. I don't worse. think everyone. I don't think anyone knew where it, what it would turn into. It was going to be a problem because I don't think yeah. back then it was big of a problem. I. I firmly believe I had self-control as, as a kid. I, I'm, I, there's times where I've played up or I stayed up way too late. We've stayed up all night long waiting on a, waiting on a DLC to drop. Yeah. Yep. And, you know, just for us to not know that the time zone is different when it was going to come out. <laughs> I'll never forget that. And then, but I did that because I could and because I wanted to, not because I felt like I had to. And at that point, like, you know, because when when that was happening, that was my like my 11th or 12th grade year. So I was up at a, a young, a, a young adult fixing to fixing to be an adult out of school. So that's really when, you know, it started whenever they whenever Call of Duty, you know, like Black Ops and all those games were really hard hitters to where you had thousands of people playing all the time when all of my friends that i knew were playing every night we had lobbies full you know the parents didn't care my parents heard me in my bedroom yelling every cuss word under the sun yelling getting pissed doing everything did they ever and this is nothing against my parents but did they ever actually stop me did they ever actually come in my room and take my xbox away from me and Mm -hmm. say you are not (laughs) it never actually happened one time i remember remember one time i heard it very (laughs) 13 of us in a chat but it never it never actually happened and and like does that make my parents bad people no it does not you know those gaming days to this day are still some of my best memories with you guys and with with all of the other people I ever played with. But do I, as an adult, regret that time? I do to an extent. There are parts of it that make me actually – I feel like that's why I have such a short fuse and why I get angry so easily is because I spent – hundreds of hours being pissed off at a video game so my brain and my body was conditioned to be pissed off all the time and it was and 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 it did and it and and i have really sat down and thought about like tyler why are you such an angry person over stuff that does not matter and i really honest to god think that playing games like i did and getting so mad. I mean, you all, everyone knew me as the rage kid. Like, everyone knew me as the guy that was I actually pissed talked off. about that. We talked about that yesterday. <laughs> I, I, I had people ask me, like, he didn't really, like, he wasn't, he was, that was just a show, right? I'm like, no, no, no. no. He, he, he was mad. It, like, it was, was not a show. Anger. Like, that was legit me. I was so angry because mm-hmm. it didn't matter if I was number one on the scoreboard. And a lot of the time I was. I would immediately, if I died in that game, I would be immediately pissed. It didn't matter. It didn't matter if I was top man or bottom man. I was the same amount of mad from the beginning right. to the end. And I would, I really feel like that it is what has conditioned me to get mad at the drop of a pin. Because if I got killed in a video game, which happens in a split second, just like that, and I respond in a split second just like that. My brain 
was like split second something happens oh my god instantly got to get pissed off and you, and to counter that though i also think like i think to an extent though that's also something that's a genetic thing it's a it can it's, be it's pre it, like you might be more pre 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 that word you might be more likely pretty supposed yeah that to be that kind of person it is because i mean like you all would get pissed Mm -hmm. but no one ever got to the amount of piss that i got like there was a fine line like you had you had mad and then you had tyler mad (laughs) and and i'm not sitting here making excuses for myself because you know i i i understand that it was to this day it's embarrassing honestly because everyone knows about it you know everyone knew everyone like wanted to get on an xbox live chat to hear tyler get pissed off at a game we could have we could have made that an nft probably oh i don't know what an nft is but we could have made it there are converse there are conversations from back then and moments where i rage that i really wish i could go back and re-listen to because some of it was probably comedy gold oh there's one there's so there's one time with tristan he got so angry, and I won't – I'll tell you guys. I'm sure you guys know. You'll know it once I tell you. I'll tell you after this because it's – he probably doesn't want that out in the world. <laughs> but he said something so outrageous. He was so <laughs> angry, and I was – I stopped. I said, why did you say that? He goes, I, did, I, did, uh, I didn't mean to do that. Then I'm like, why, why did you do that? Why would you uh, do that? <laughs> dude, I understand because I would say things that literally – made no sense and like a conglomeration of foul language cuss words that made no sense (laughs) yeah yeah, just anything yeah but his wasn't like bad words he was just his well mine was or his order of how events needed to play out was backwards and (laughs) (laughs) i was like hold on there buddy i got you but it's just you know we're we're what well, you know we're talking about the conditioning and 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 I really feel like starting with games like that because I know I'm not the only person in this world that rages and gets that mad right. over a video game. So, but people like me that have that tendency mm-hmm. of being able to get so mad so easily, right. it sure as heck did not help my my matters. You know, I I got mad. I would get mad without being in a video game and before I played video games, but I feel like playing the games conditioned my mind to know that any situation I should just immediately get mad and pissed off at. Well, and And, one thing you have to realize too, is that same level of passion, uh, a combination of sensory stimulation and anger being such a strong emotion is something that on a daily basis, six and seven year old kids are now exposed to every day, all day. Every day, all day. Yeah, I mean, because of Fortnite. It, like, there's a lot of Fortnite. You got most kids have they have their little iPad. You know, if you go out and about nine times out of ten, you're going to see someone with a freaking a, a kid's going to have a cell phone. Or they're going to have a little iPad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're going to see a seven year old with a freaking phone. For what reason? Right. Yeah, I feel hundred percent. Like, no, it's, it's 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 because they don't. Someone else doesn't want to do the work. Par- they, parents they, parents do not want to parent anymore. Yeah. And, and people are having and I'm going to step on toes and I really don't care. People are going to have people are having kids. Without wanting to actually be a parent, 
they think that they can go out and sleep with whoever and get knocked up by whoever, and then they're going to put their child off on either one, their parents, or two, they're going to give their child some sort of a device to babysit them and wash, rinse, repeat day after day. You're and right. and it is, you know, it, it it's become a the norm mm-hmm. to for people just to have kids willy nilly without actually facing the consequences right. and without actually wanting to be parents. Right. And it's and it's really sad because you know we we look at all these kids. Most of them don't have a, a chance in hell at actually being worth anything because their parents don't give them the life that they deserve or need. And it's sad. You know, there's, there's a lot of times when, you know, I'll, I'll be on some kind of social media or something. I'll be like, I'll go along and be like, that person had a kid. When did they have a kid? And it's like, Oh, their kid's like seven years old, you know? And I'm like, mm-hmm. how are they? So how do they have a seven year old? They've been partying every weekend since 2011. Like, when do they take a exactly. break? Have a kid. Exactly. You know, they, they, they that's the thing, you know, and what we're we're twenty eight now, Woody. Yeah. yeah. You know, if it, it feels like yesterday we were out and about doing the party and scene mm-hmm. and, and you know that but we eventually grew up and we grew out of it. Right. But I know a lot of people mm-hmm. from our even our hometown. Mm-hmm that they cannot and will not grow up yeah and and i don't understand you know and i know that that that's been the case forever that people don't always but i think it's even worse in this day and age because Mm -hmm. they don't have to i mean why our society's it's a hookup society i mean it's it it is it it really is i mean it's it's the popular thing to do it's the okay thing to do and it it, yeah you know and i think it Every bit of it feeds right back into this whole kind of central topic we've been talking about today of things being curated to us. Media. You know, it is. If we think that that would be the fun thing, that's what we're going to see all the time. And then our our social media feeds and all of that are going to be curated around those things. And then it's going to highlight how cool those things are. And so it makes you want to do them. Exactly. It makes you want to keep doing that. Like my social media feeds keep telling me I need to buy a rooftop tent for my Jeep and that I need to spend more time in the outdoors. And, you know, but it's curated to what is going to make me spend money. Exactly. And exactly. it all goes back to commercialism. It all goes back to, to curating these whole kind of mindsets for people to live in and these fake worlds and fake realities for people to live in. And, you know, just in the past couple of years, I think that, Bailey's probably helped me get a whole lot better about realizing like none of that stuff really is it isn't real that doesn't matter I mean like what you have here what you can touch you know your kids raising that you know getting a good return on investment on your kids make sure to take care of you when you're 80 years old you know <laughs> exactly I mean because you look at like all these people that you know TikTok's raising their kids or Fortnite's raising their kids I guarantee you that that is not going to be someone who that child in in game is going to be able to help you whenever you need help. You know, nope. they're not going to be in a position where. Because I, I personally know 13 year olds mm-hmm. that they don't even know how to fix their own plate because they have 
been waited on hand and foot their entire life. I think, and, I think where the the problem with all that starts though is how early this stuff is being introduced now. Mm-hmm. Like with us, I mean, it's still. I was, I mean, like we go back with like RuneScape. That was my first like. I was social interaction. Games. I was playing video games, you know, I, but I wasn't like I wasn't. Oh, I, you know, I wasn't addicted to it per se. And then you come to like got RuneScape, that way. Hundred <laughs> percent. And then it come to like RuneScape. You know, I was already, I was nine, I think. I started playing that, and that that slowly turned into like a I I like this. I you know I want to play this. And we thrived on it. Mm-hmm. You know, every but day, all day. I wasn't. I wasn't two, three, four. You know, I I I was a little older, and my, my little brother was PC gaming. At three years old, and I'm talking about using a keyboard and mouse, being able to play a video game on a computer hundreds of hours. He played Terraria for hundreds of hours, had just about everything in the game that you could possibly have at three and four years old. So you tell me I couldn't even use a computer at three or four years old, which we didn't really really even have access to a computer. Exactly. But it just it just goes to show and a lot of that with my own brother is my fault Mm -hmm. because he followed in my footsteps. He saw that I was playing video games all the time. He saw what I was consuming all the time. So in turn, it made him I'm his older brother. He's looking up to me. That's what he wants to be like. But now it's almost created a monster, my own little monster me that is 10 times worse than I ever was. And it's it's scary because. You know, it just goes to show these kids <clears throat> are having to start growing up way faster than we did. Yeah. They are introduced to a world way faster than we they're, – they're introduced to reality way faster yeah. than we were. They are on TikTok. They are seeing these TikTok videos. They are seeing people say these outrageous things or doing these outrageous things when we didn't have viral videos starting out to be able to go on and look up. We right. couldn't go and just see or Google and see whatever we wanted to whenever we wanted to yeah. at their age, and it has really once again curated – a mindset that I, I really don't I just kind of went blank on what I was trying to say but it's it's really curated them into into these people that they rely upon stimulation from mm-hmm. some something you, you're 100% right and, and I can't I mean we could we could see here and, and say it over and over again but I don't know I don't know how you solve it because, I mean, you can't solve it because the curation has more power than you're ever going to have. I mean, it has to be solved in your home. It has to be solved by not letting your kids uh, use this stuff, you know. And if you want to let them use it, set time limits, you know. Be realistic, you know. Say, hey, you can look at this for like 30 minutes a night. That's it, you know. You can, you know, you have to be in the real world functioning in reality. And, yep. and I think that with the, again, I think in about 10 years, we're going to see some absolute crazy stuff coming into coming into like actual real world because you're going to have all these kids that aren't going to be supported by their mom and dads anymore. They are going to mirror out and they're going to come into this reality and they're going to have to come to work and they're not going to be able to do it. Guys go to McDonald's right now on a, on after school 
And all these teenagers working at McDonald's right now, one, they have no work ethic at all. They could give two shits about being there. All that they care about is they're doing their five hours after school, and they want their paycheck on Friday. That's all that they care about. Two, they feel like everything revolves around them, and you you are just a number to them. They do, they do not care that you have your own job to get back to or that you have your own family to get back to. They'll take their sweet time. They'll do whatever they want. There is no work ethic at all in these – in gen, is it what? Gen Z, Gen whatever they're called. Yeah. I mean and, – and, and part millennial. Mm-hmm. And, oh, no, I and, agree. Yeah. Like because there, there's a there's a cutoff in the millennials to where, you know, I, I almost want to say it's it's like – even around my sister's age, so CJ's mm-hmm. age, that you know they they still grew up in that era to where they had discipline and they were taught, you know, um, at work ethic and stuff. Era, but it was well, you're people around but, me. <laughs> but well, I'm just meaning like even people at your age. What you're 26. This, I, I really think my – right below my generation is where that really kind of cut off. Or my, it is. My, my age, right? Just a couple it, years it, below me is where that – like it was a hard – it's a difference. Like It is, and, and e, but even people – there are even people like we were saying in, in, in even mine and Christian's age group that, oh, yeah. that they, they have that entitlement. They feel like the world owes them everything, and they feel like that – that all that they got to do is go show up to work. It don't matter how hard you work or not. All they have to do is be there and that they expect that check. Mm -hmm. But that to me is what they want us to do. They want to train our minds to be able to get used to that, not having to do anything. Here's your handout. We're giving you money for doing nothing. And, that that's where that's what we're headed for that's exactly and, and, where we're headed to and 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 people that are, these kids that are 10 12 14 you know young young even younger than work age mm-hmm. um they are going to be the ones that i mean they're they're literally screwed i mean they we we are not we're going to see a day and age to where we and and it don't make any sense to me because you know you go out and you see all these places that are hiring mm-hmm. and I know people that are trying to find jobs but they can't get they can't get a right. job because it just nothing none of it adds up like we see mm-hmm. places we're hiring you know and McDonald's had this spoof going we're we'll pay you 1450 an hour um wages in in Theron West Plains Missouri but then I come to find out that that $14 an hour is only for 14 hours a week. So, you know, they're saying you're going to be making all this good money, but it's for not even a part-time job. It's for like a, a quarter-time job. Yep. And it's – it none of it none of it adds up and what it's eventually going to what it's eventually going to boil down to is that we are going to have a society that is one ran by a kiosk mm-hmm. because why why do uh, McDonald's for instance mm-hmm. and i'm just i know i'm bashing on McDonald's i eat right. McDonald's way more than i should you know and i i like McDonald's but i'm going to bash on them because this is a perfect example you can walk into McDonald's right now you never have to one talk to anybody. You can walk up to a kiosk, 
to mm-hmm. put in your order without speaking to a single soul, and then you'll have somebody be- behind the counter yell your number. You walk up, you grab your food, and you're done. Yep. Another you example. Even... Go ahead. So with that, with McDonald's, right, the first thing they ask when you pull through the drive-thru is, are you going to be using the mobile app? And it annoys the absolute shit out of me, and I get so imp- – it does nothing but infuriate me the moment I pull up to the, to the, to the drive-thru because, no, I'm obviously not using the app. I'm pulling up to your drive-thru so that you as a human being will talk to me, and you'll take my damn order. Like I get so mad. Like I'm getting mad right now because I'm just – like McDonald's, it's one of those places that I legit get so pissed off at. And I'm like, you are flipping burgers. You're making – and I'm not belittling – like I know restaurant work is hard. Like I've done restaurant work, and I love restaurant work. You know, I did it for two years. But I'm just saying like it's a job where you have a set job to do. You do mm-hmm. this. It's not hard work. Right. And it's busy work, and when it's busy, it's busy, but it's not hard work. Right. And it just it just infuriates me because you know it's used to you would go to McDonald's, you would get in the line, and you would have your food immediately. Right. Like it didn't take no time. There are times now I will go to McDonald's and I sit there for fifteen minutes waiting for someone to walk. And when I say walk, I mean waddle out the door to me. Not even making an effort to make it to make it to my vehicle in a timely manner, right? To hand me a bag full of food that I should have had ten minutes ago. That's going to be wrong. Ninety percent of the time. Yeah, yeah. I set out. So exactly. one time I ordered food and I set out. They told me to pull. We need you to pull the lane three, to which I did. And Always I sat there for thirty-five minutes. Yep. And so I said, well, something's not right here. So I went inside and asked them, you know, everything. And my order they was They had gone. no clue. They, they had I no clue. I didn't make an order. They said, yep. well, let me see your receipt. And like, we don't have, we don't have, we don't, we don't, this isn't us. This isn't us. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is they, the other crew they, that works in the same McDonald's. <laughs> and it's, it's infuriating. But like that, but what I was saying about the kiosk thing, like they are tailoring us to get to the point to where we have to have as zero or as little human interaction as possible. Another example of what I do almost three or four times a week, I get on Casey's app. I can put my order in as a pickup on Casey's app, literally go in and order my sub sandwich and whatever my wife wants for lunch, pay for it through the app. Walk into Casey's and on the counter, my food is ready for me. I never one time have to talk to one person at all. Like with DoorDash, you can literally have them drop it off at your door and leave. Yep. Yep. Did did you have that conversation this weekend, Tyler? Because my wife just quoted you as you were saying that. Maybe we did. We may have. (laughs) We, We may have. You know, but it's just, it just, it's just going to show like, they are wanting it to get to the point to where we as a human race, a human species, have as zero interaction with each other yeah. as possible. With Besides being through uh, a fake reality, playing video games. Right. They don't, that's what they want. And then they want you to play a game that is free to play. You get on there and you have to spend $20 on a skin that you want so right. that you'll blow your money on crap that – in the end means nothing 
Like yeah. you get, you're getting nothing out of it. Right. You are spending hundreds of dollars on something that literally means nothing. Right. And it's just, it's just. I think we're definitely pushing towards a. Because like with the with the online, you know, you, uh, I can talk to everybody. Uh, I can have amazing friends online on this game mm-hmm. I play, and I see them in real life. I'm not really, I'm not going to understand. Theoretically, I wouldn't know how to like talk to them because I had no. You're so antisocial. Yeah. Exactly. Right. I, we talk. We we only talk online. I've never seen their face. I don't see their face. We don't talk face to face. So I have no idea how to socially do anything. Yeah, and but what they want to do nowadays is they want to deem these kids that have no like, and and I'm this is probably going to be touchy as well. Touching. But I'm going to say it anyway. They want fair to warning. label kids. They want to lay. Yeah, fair warning before I even get into this that this is probably going to piss people off. And I, but this is just my own thoughts on this. But they want to label kids anymore as either high functioning autistic or some other form of of disorder, ADHD, or there's lots of different disorders that they're wanting to label kids because they're not having social function they don't social function well mm-hmm. and instead of teaching and learning and trying to develop for them, let's give they just want to exactly they want to medicate you and send you out the door and it's just it blows my mind because people that they're saying people are autistic that they're nowhere near like let's say everyone's on the autis- autism spectrum, a spectrum and, and you're either on you're either on the bottom end of it or you're somewhere over here like it's yeah. not exactly and and to me like all that all that it would take is to have somebody sit down with that kid daily and work with them and help them to get past that without making them take medication of god knows what it even is yeah. on the low end on that not like the you know like no, I know that there are actually and that's that's why I'm saying I'm going to step on people's toes. There are there are people that need that are autistic and that that actually need the help. But this labeling of somebody because they are socially they're not quite up to par socially where they should be as autistic to me that that's not right. Like that's not that because I was I was socially awkward up until I started working with the public every day. Oh yeah, you were still socially awkward. Well, I am. You know what I mean? But it's just it's it's it it took me as an adult getting a job and working with the public to where now I can actually talk to anybody and do whatever I need to. Right. But, but it, that, though, I can do the same thing. Doesn't mean I'm comfortable with it. Exactly. Just, exactly. I'm still. But are you I, autistic because of it? Well. I, <laughs> you, 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 do you get what I'm saying? Like yeah, there no, are 100%. there there should be a fine line between somebody that can't necessarily pick up on social cues mm-hmm. and somebody that's autistic. I, I think you're right. Have I, th- have, I think you have, have a have. very valid point there, and I think that building on that, another thing that um, I find extremely funny is this. Going back to social media, it was like a meme or some kind of post that was going around that said, you know. My, my ancestor used to fight wild animals and, and live off the land, and now I have an anxiety attack every time I go into Walmart. I mean, like, I think that, I think that we've gotten to this point where going back to our overstimulation, our curation as children, 
I think overstimulation is creating a lot of additional anxiety and, and issues that, that we're seeing a lot of, you know, our generation and younger, especially going back. But I also, I think that, you know, now the generations ahead of us are now all hooked on technology too, right? Whether it's their Facebook also, or whatever. So, I think that's not a good combination. I, I think that not like, having that historically and then jumping into that now, I think that's really bad for their, for their brains, for future development and for the, for the degradation of their current mental state. I don't yeah. think it's a good thing. I think you're adding too many irons into the fire. Well, you, you talk about going into Walmart with anxiety, anxiety, like Walmart when up until I was 24 or five was one of my favorite places to go to back before it became a shithole to where now you can't even go in there and find anything you want or need. Make Walmart 24 hours again. Well, yeah, but I do my grocery shopping at 2 a.m. Exactly. But what I'm saying is that I when I would go into Walmart, I would I had fun. We always had fun going in there. We'd go in there as friends. Yeah. I mean but but go go to twenty go to September of twenty twenty. I contact COVID-19. I'm quarantined for three weeks, stuck in my home, not never leave my home at all. And from that moment forward, I cannot – I have ex- insane issues with going into any business, especially Walmart, without absolutely actually getting the physical shakes and being so uptight and so anxious and – to the point that I, I I don't even want to do it anymore. Well, see, and so what I was going to talk was talking about earlier. You was talking about the um, uh, the generation being overstimulated and stuff like that. We also have a current generation that has started school within the last three years mm-hmm. that has never went to school. Yes, they've done nothing but virtual school. They've never had mm-hmm. physical interactions with anyone. And I think a lot of that boils down to it too. Is there people are you're on the internet, you're you're talking to people online, you're playing games, you're you're, you're watching Fork Knife, um, yeah, and you're not developing any like actual physical social stuff. So when you get in there and you get to actually face to face socialize with somebody, you don't actually have a clue what's going on. Nope. But you put a screen between you and you you're on FaceTime and you're fine. You're ready to go. Like you, you, you're good. But if we did this in person, I know the three of us could do this in person, but there are people that would not be able to sit down in the same room together and be able to have a full blown conversation like we're having right now without having a screen between them. And I know that I'm a ballsier person when I have a screen between me, I know that I'll say something this way way easier than i would say to someone's face right now don't get me wrong i'm can be pretty mouthy in real life too but it's it's i know that i'm also mouthier and, and will say a lot more things through a phone through a text message mm-hmm. through you know through a voice message through something like this than i would be with in, in person right all right well we better wind it down um We've been going much longer than any of us intended to go tonight. Ta- tangents, tangents tonight that had nothing to do with 
what we were even supposed to be talking about, boys. No, but I think so I so hope we have convinced the, you that the moon landing didn't actually happen. It happened. Nope, it, we've it, convinced him. Okay, but yeah. actually, I think our real topic has become curation, honestly. So I want to get CJ, you go first. Give me a like a 30 second, one minute. Like, if there's anything that you could tell somebody about this that you would want them to know or take from listening to this, what would it be? And go. Nope. Trust everything we say. Do your own research. Literally, that's that should that should have been what I mean. I guess we definitely went off on all this stuff. <laughs> Believing telling how we believe this stuff and what we think, what we've seen, this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. But don't believe us. I mean, it yeah. form your own opinion on everything, please, because we're man, stuff's getting crazy. And yeah. I think everyone is just well. This I really like this person. He said this. That's what I believe now. Yeah. No, you're when right. I, and I, 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 and spend more time with your kids. Spend more time with your kids. Tyler, what do you got for us? That's that's what I was going to open with. Is you know I want people to to quit letting a phone, quit letting a game console babysit your child. Mm-hmm. Sit down, play board games with your kids. Go out to nature with your kids. Show them. You show them what the world really is. Open yes. their eyes to what reality really is so that when they do hit adulthood, when they do hit the real world, mm-hmm. they don't expect everything to be handed to them on a silver platter and that they understand that there's real hardships in this world yeah. that you can't just get – you can't jump around and do – you can't just do a 360 no-scope off of a 40-foot tower you built in a game and kill somebody to solve your issues. Yeah. There's actual – there's actual <laughs> there's actual things in life that that need to be handled with with your own brain and, and socially that you're not going to learn sitting behind a screen all the time but also I'll, just to caveat off that i think you should definitely allow your kids to make that own decision too to an extent to an extent mm-hmm. uh i don't think it should be a like if if they want to play games, I don't, I don't necessarily think you should like force them to get off of this. We're going and we're right tearing this motor down. Dang it. Like we, because they're going to learn. If nothing not else, sit that. down and if nothing else, sit down and play games with them. Try to yes. sit down, somehow. sit down. Like, even if you are playing video games and this was the, this was one thing that growing up, I didn't really have was, you know, I didn't have parents that even would even consider playing a video game with me. And to me, like just sitting down with your parents and, you know, nothing made me happier than when I could finally get one of my parents to come in the bedroom and be like, look at what I just did in my game. Look at what Mm -hmm. I just achieved. Like that, that alone getting, you know, having the affirmation from your parent that you did something that was actually really cool. You know, kids need that, you know, and, and that's, that's just just do it just do it for your kids it's not and and i'm not even a parent but i you know i i just think that it's just what this world needs i think it would help tremendously anyway i'm i'm done i'm done with my tangents no i mean i I, I think you know so for my my 30 seconds i i i have to just back everything you guys just said i mean i used to be really bad about just letting kids watch TV, letting kids do this, do that, you know? And, um, you know, Bailey really helped me understand that mentally that's not a good option. That's not where they need to be. And, you know, 
I'm not going to say that our kids don't still, you know, play video games or do stuff, but if they're playing video games or doing stuff, we're playing the video games with them. We're playing the board games with them. If they want to play a video game, well, we're probably playing the Wii and we're probably all four playing it together. Yep. Or we're, you know, if we're letting them play some game, well, we're playing it with them. We're doing those things with them. You know, yep. you have to spend time with your kids and you have to spend time with them because all of their other time is curated, right? Going back to what we've been talking about, it's all curated to sell a life to them or to sell an idea to them that's not real, that doesn't really exist. Nope. It's all fake. It's all made up. And it's not healthy for them to believe that when they turn 18, they're going to move out and they're going to move into some nice house. And that's going to be their life without having to do anything for it, you know, because that's what they see all these kids having, you know, and it's just so unhealthy, just the entire world that we're in now. And, and for, for me, for us, it's okay. Because if, if it all goes to crap, we can go live in the woods and we'll be fine. We know how to survive, you know, but I worry about it for my kids because, you know, their generation don't have my kids going to know how to do that. Are they going to be able to survive if I'm not here? Are they going to be able to fend for themselves and do things for themselves? But then at the same time, there's this duality of it. Am I also holding my kid back because I'm not letting them do the same, a lot of the same things that kids their age are doing. So you have to let them do it a little bit. So they understand both sides of it. You know, you have to, there's a fine line. There's a gray area, very gray area. And, and that's, Possibly the hardest challenge of my life has been understanding that gray area, you know, especially as, as my oldest gets older and he starts moving into wanting to do other things and, and, uh, you know, play video games more and do things like that more. You have to make it a very fine line with, I don't want to make him a social outcast of he's not being able to do these things. So he still gets to do these things, but you also have to thread in that he needs real world skills too. And he needs actual responsibilities in life and things like that. So, I mean, if I could say anything, it would just be do what's best for you. Cause it, yep. it's, it's not a, it's not a one shoe fits all thing. No, for yourself. Yes. Yep. yep. All right. Do drugs, do them with your kids. Hey, <laughs> we're back. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling it. I know we've had a, we've had a lot of, a lot of breaks here over the past couple of years, but you know, a lot. The, in, CJ, it's been hard. Floyd, I mean, there's yeah. been so much stuff going on that we haven't been yep. able to keep up. And we really apologize to you guys for not being able to keep up like we wish we could. But well, we, I, I'll say the 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 end of 2020 and the first three or four months of 2021 for me worst months of my life and then you know between starting a new job and everything it just it's it's rough being able to get together with everybody cj being gone yeah i mean you live in two hours away and i mean you know we're just and tristan is you know he's just as busy he's here there and everywhere all the time probably than any of us yeah yeah definitely yeah you know so i mean i i will do my best from now on to i want to be here for this you know this was something that we started and and I'm, I do miss it. I miss yeah. these conversations. I think, I think it gives us a little more leeway with it. Like as we, you know, we kind of cut back because this is probably, this isn't going to be like a weekly thing. Uh, we're, you know, we're kind of cutting back to be a more. When we can. When we well, can. yeah. It's going to be like, a kind of when we can. There's not going to be a schedule. Yeah. I mean, no. there might, you know, there could, I, I, 
you know, more than likely probably once a month. Yeah. But, and that would, I think that'll correlate to, we have the whole month to figure around, schedule everybody in, get us all there. It makes it a lot easier than being like, Hey, we're doing this on Sunday. Who's, who's got it. And it's like, well, I've got this planned. I've got this to do. You know, I've, my cat ran away. I, you know, yeah. Yep. But anyway, I think boys, it's been a good, good conversation tonight. You can definitely tell we have not done this in a while. <laughs> I'm a bit rusty, but I, I think I think I, I'm I'm meaning so much on like we come in this with an idea. Yeah. And we just we just talked. I think this was more like a like us actually ta- just talking and hanging out versus us actually digging into anything. I think that's what we have to do though. That's what makes podcasts more. I think man. that's what yeah. that's what this is probably the most I've enjoyed an episode that we've done. Yeah, I mean, except I mean, for the time it's... that we all got really drunk and talked about Bigfoot. <laughs> um, episode 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 zero. Episode yeah. zero. That was episode yes. zero. Yeah, that was a good yeah. time. <laughs> that was fun, except for the fifteen minutes of screeching. <laughs> oh man, uh, we'll stop to release yeah. those one thing. All right, boys, but yeah. it's it's been great. I'm gonna go ahead and hit stop recording now. All right, all right. Thanks, everybody. Peace.